0: 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. TV guy on the radio, Mark Strauss, hanging out with me. I'm going to start in a place that I did not tease uh, in our uh, warming up in the bullpen segment just a second ago. But we were literally just talking about it right before I hit the microphone. on. I know. I apologize for that. Uh, we were just talking about this right no, before that's I actually, put the... that's
1: actually great radio because it makes people listen longer. Yes,
0: the other stuff is coming, I promise. Um, but I saw this report. And, and first, I want to say this. And I know... I think at times you've told me, especially, uh, that the people who judge the bias in media, the bias companies out there, are probably biased themselves, so it doesn't really benefit us all the time. Well, they're all in cahoots with each other. Sure. Uh, But what's interesting about it is the the organization that put this information out is actually rated as very, very high for its factual reporting. By who? By the bias checkers. uh, I think Media Bias and Fact Check is the one that put out this one. Uh, They're very pro-science, according to the media checkers and whatever. And so the name of the organization is called... Who are they? What are their names? um, The people that are part of the media check? I don't know. Um, And and if you disbelieve, if you don't think that they're you know um, uh, trustworthy, even better is my point in saying what I'm saying, because Retraction Watch is the name of the organization, and they just put out a list of the COVID-19 papers that have been retracted. 330 yes. papers that were published in peer-reviewed medical journals uh, including several that were published in the lancet which is supposed to be the the best of the best according to many of these same media bias people um, they're they're trying to inform people of the amount of things that have been pulled back and, and used to be believed to be scientifically scientifically accurate information, excuse me. And the number one reason why, according to this organization, Retraction Watch, which is highly, highly credible, according to the media checkers, and very pro-science, according to the media checkers, is that the people did shortcuts to get to the, the conclusions they got to, and they did not have actual scientific-backed information, even though it got published uh, throughout COVID. 330. Yeah papers, and that's just as of right now. What's your reaction to that Well, you know, story? if you, if,
1: during this whole thing, if you've paid any attention to people like, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Pierre Corey, Uh, Dr. uh, Bhattachara, if you paid any attention to, uh, people like Steve Kirsch, who did a lot of investigative journalism, and the list goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. They were telling you the truth about all of these things a long time ago, but they were silenced, they were suspended from social media, uh, their articles were taken down. People like Steve Kirsch and others had to move to Substack so that sure. they could get the information out there. And then when they shared that information, uh, sometimes they were ridiculed, but they actually had it, they actually had it right. right. Okay? It's and I that and true. over the past couple of years, I've, I've forwarded you a lot of these things. Yes, yeah. And, you, and of course, uh, being in the place you were, uh, mentally, you, you you get something from a friend, and you don't know whether to believe it or not. Sure. But my point for sending it to you and other people was that you know most people were only getting one side of things. Sure, they, you know science. There's no such thing as settled science. <laughs> That's why it's science.
0: <laughs> that, that is a very pro-science position. You there's just no took, such by thing as settled science. Right, you they know, have to keep doing There was doing a time science.
1: where people thought the earth was flat, mm-hmm. and that was settled. It was. But it was wrong. Okay. And now we're finding out a lot of things about (laughs) COVID, about certain, certain remedies for COVID, Mm -hmm. right? And what the effects actually are and whether or not, you know, when you got vaccinated, it helped you or it harmed you or it did nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're finding out now that if you got vaccinated, uh, you were more likely to get COVID if you were vaccinated twice you were even more likely to get COVID, and, now, and, and, about, and if you got the booster, yeah. you were even more likely to get COVID. Well, what's interesting
0: about you saying that, actually, and this is just... Because we were my, the clinical trials. Well, this is just my simplistic, like anecdotal, my own personal yeah. uh, life reaction to it, is I got COVID right after my second shot, yeah. and my wife got COVID right after her booster shot. You so know, we both got our infection yeah. immediately so after you don't the shot.
1: Need, so, Craig, you mm-hmm. and your wife don't need somebody in some faraway place... <laughs> to tell me stuff? To tell you... Yeah that what you experienced didn't really happen because
0: of what you think. But part of what we were actually talking about off the air too is the unlikelihood of this getting anywhere near the kind of coverage that the initial conversations got. Right. 330 medical peer-reviewed published documents are going to be retracted and removed from the history of science. Well and and science will pretend they never existed at all at some point. And that's
1: because the media the legacy media, as your colleagues who are on before sure. you call it, yeah. either are mal uh guilty of malpractice or they're just plain incompetent, or <laughs> and the third choice is the worst. Yeah. They're in on the, it. They're in on it. Yeah, I know. Now, it can only be one of those three things, Craig. I'm aware.
0: And we, we've differed at times in, in going down that rabbit hole of which one it is. But here's um, the
1: thing. You just told me a, an anecdotal story yes. about your life yes. and your wife's My life. My personal experience. It really happened. Yes, it did. Okay. And what it, what what is the thing that I've always said to you as long as we've known each other?
0: Believe, Confirm it. Believe yeah. your own eyes. Confirm it yourself. You don't believe your own eyes. That kind of stuff. You know,
1: that's like you know what you know what that is. You know what you know what the whole world for for the last two sure. and a half years. You know what the whole world has been experiencing. The emperor's new clothes. Yeah. Okay. The guy's walking down the street naked, and we're all being told <laughs> and convinced sure. that he's not, mm-hmm. and we're believing it. Yeah.
0: Now, so I will say uh, in response to just the the basic information being out there, and maybe. Uh, being something that some places will will discuss, I felt uniquely motivated to have the conversation with you because yeah. of something you said a second ago. You were sending me a lot of information over the last couple of years uh, that seemed to, at the time, and I would admit this, uh, be stuff that was hard for me to figure out if I went and tried to, to second source it. Uh, but the same appears to be true of all the stuff that wound up getting published and right. is now being retracted. They made it impossible. They didn't have second sources. They made it impossible right.
1: for you to second source right. it.
0: They didn't have second sources themselves. That was by design. <laughs> right, and they put that out there as if they they did when we were tr- still trying to figure out mm-hmm. what was going on and no one really truly knew. And the people who were disagreeing with them were being shut down and told, "You guys don't have enough research to back up your opinion." Uh, but the retractions themselves speak volumes to how little information the people that were saying they knew the. Right thing actually had, and again, as as we said a second ago, and kind of the biggest reason I wanted to bring it up just to start is how little coverage it'll actually get, uh, which is disappointing. And I do think that that's more uh, failure of ability than than purposeful. you know, uh, decision making. Well, one of the
1: things is there's
0: just too many media outlets to control the same way, and I think a lot of young kids who get most of their information from social media yeah. wind up working at these places and just accept the thing they're told uh, right from start. But the, the beauty of what you do
1: mm-hmm. and what your colleagues who are on before you do, yeah, is that you can be that second source. I can, yes. Simply by presenting some of these things, not all of them. I mean, people don't want to hear you read reports. <laughs> for Probably three hours a day. Sure. But but you can boil it down yeah. into a 5-minute segment and explain that hey, this, you know, group of doctors over here or this clinic yeah. over here did this work and here's the conclusion they came yeah. to and people on the other end of the radio who are listening to you are going to get that second source information sure. that's being purposely withheld from them yeah. to allow them to make better decisions in their yes. lives.
0: Yes, the disparity of coverage of some of these things well, is... Well, disparity
1: is, is a nice word.
0: <laughs> yeah sure.
1: Because it's the media's job to cover in, information that's important to people's lives. Mm-hmm. And if you purposely uh, withheld information, and, and you know, well, reporters don't do it. Well, maybe not, but the organization they work for may say... We're, I'm no, going to give, you an, I, gonna give I, you an example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you an example. Sure. A real-life example that I experienced on January 6th that my old place of employment where you and I used to work. Yeah. I don't remember if you were still there or not.
0: I was not still there at okay. that
1: point. Yeah. So we got a kind of a bulletin piece of information from the head or... The vice president of the company that you and I used to work for. Yes. That told us not to talk about the election.
0: Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember. I remember hearing uh,
1: coverage that of this, we yeah. could be fired for talking about the election. Wow. Okay. Now, this is at a talk radio station. Yeah. We're a good, a conservative talk radio station, mm-hmm. mostly. I mean, historically. Sure. Some okay. of,
0: Some of the places that they are in charge of. And yes.
1: a good portion of the audience are people who gravitate towards conservative talk radio. Sure. And therefore, what you're doing from some office, Mm -hmm. high up on the 33rd floor of a building in a big city, you're telling all of your underlings not to cover certain subjects. Sure.
0: In certain ways. That's right. You're you're adding a a control mechanism. So for everybody
1: who says... That doesn't go on. It does go on. The
0: thing about that, though, and, and here's what I'll say in response, is I remember that actually being reported on publicly, yeah, yeah. not just being an internal document, but it being leaked and then discussed, and it was ridiculed the way that you're discussing it now sure. as being something that was inappropriate. But the
1: audience doesn't really hear about that, by, well, by and large. Sure, maybe yeah. 1% of your audience would find out that... That's you know, true,
0: and maybe I knew more about it because there were and trade the way, things that would publicize this, and I care about that stuff. You know people in the business and I, and who,
1: who work for that company. <laughs> And, so and you, that.
0: you've you've yeah.
1: you've heard all of those
0: things. yeah I I heard from several friends of mine that worked at not the same places as us but other places for that right. group uh, that had uh, very different feelings about that um, but I will well, say if, this if, that if, if uh, let's
1: say yeah. let's say mm-hmm. that thirty percent twenty five percent of yeah. your audience yeah. had feelings about a certain topic yeah uh, forget about January sixth of the election maybe it's something that's going on here in town and they want to talk about it but. Somehow, city government or whomever, mm. some big corporation that could influence our city government, wink-wink, yeah. doesn't <laughs> want that subject to get any airtime. I don't know
0: why I like Mark Strauss saying wink-wink on the radio. Sorry, continue. But anyway,
1: uh, so, and then the bosses say, "Yeah, yeah we, we don't want to talk about that, uh, but your audience... Is calling and texting, or they're sending messages to Facebook and say, sure. Hey,
0: this, we want to know more about this. I work yeah. for this company, right. and
1: we need this is a real See, bad but the,
0: deal, right? The thing that I would say in response to all this, though, is it, it at times proves my position that I've taken on this, which is it would be too big of a secret to hide for too many people if you involve everyone. So the mass email version of you can and can't talk about certain stuff is a failed version of control because it does wind up being a publicized I actually had a conversation It does but but no,
1: I understand that. Yeah. And I've said this to you COVID was a great illustration and education for all of us. And now we're finding out things that some of us suspected sure. early on. Yeah. But People were conditioned to think that they were conspiracy theories. Well, here's the problem with all of that, Craig. Mm -hmm. The damage was done. And damage to real people and real businesses and real lives was done. Sure. And if the media isn't going to cover stuff, they can't then go running to the people and say... You have to depend on us for our information. Because you know what? You're not dependable. So I've decided that I'm not going to depend on you. It's like... It's like it's like having, let's say you're married to somebody yeah. who's always frittering away your paycheck, right? <laughs> and, and You're not going to keep
0: trusting them with your money. That's exactly that's right. Yes. It's like, you know what? Yes. If all yeah. my money's gone at the end of the weekend, I feel like I've got to ask somebody. You were supposed somebody. to buy
1: groceries, <laughs> and you were supposed to get the car fixed, yeah. and and you gambled mm-hmm. that away or whatever. Sure, sure. So guess what? Yeah. I'm leaving you. I'm not going to depend on you. So the public is slowly beginning to divorce itself from the mainstream media. I do media. want to
0: ask a simple question in response to all this, and I don't mean to make it sound like I'm playing devil's advocate as much as it's going to sound like I am, but the Dominion lawsuit certainly is something that seems to reflect poorly on the degree to which Fox News specifically talked about some Based things, on the
1: information that you've gotten so far. Sure,
0: and they didn't give don't us keep, more.
1: You keep falling in no, the no, same no, trap.
0: No, no, hold on. They didn't give us more information because they settled, and so I know that some believe that there would have been more proof that Fox wasn't totally wrong in some of the stuff they were saying had we gotten that total uh, court case. But Fox did settle for almost a billion dollars. So I feel like the reason they did that must at least be selfish to them. But that's that's not the point I wanted to make. What I would say is, is there a chance... That a lot of media organizations, especially smaller ones with very small staffs, are just afraid yes. of some sort of yes. litigation coming it's, their way. And the, that's why the discussion doesn't happen.
1: I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example on some other things that the public has clearly seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've seen criminals be released after terrible crimes.
0: Yes. We, we saw one in Chicago just over the weekend. We
1: have a state where the governor has advocated for and we now have Sign into law a bill with no cash bail. Mm-hmm. People look at that and they say, that doesn't make any sense. And you have judges who are making rulings that don't make any sense. People yeah. look at them and they go, you're a judge, but yeah. you are not, you're, you refuse to mete out justice. Sure. Which means a couple of things. And I'll go, the same thing. You're either part of the system. Right? Like some sort of Chicago mafia justice system, right? If you watch, if you ever watch The Untouchables, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, you're, you're either, the judge is either part of the system, Mm -hmm. or the judge has been intimidated and is afraid that, hey,
0: yeah, but we are a weaker society. I mean, people talk about that in general. And so I'll, I'll say this. We got a text from a, a text Well, what, I, what
1: I'm saying is is that a lot of these media outlets, I agree, they're afraid that right. they will just be sued
0: into oblivion. Right, but they might not have even been intimidated. We just might simply be because a weaker society. Because when you go in front of
1: a judge, the, the yeah. judge is not going to make the legal ruling. The judge is going to make the ruling that he has been... Uh, compelled sure. or coerced to make.
0: Yeah, I well, I want to. That's wrong. I want to say this. There's a texter that said, "How difficult would it be to influence the folks at the top if you're the government? Pretty easy if they are corrupt." Is the message there? Yes, I agree with that texter. I agree with um, uh, people who say that there are those who desire to push agenda throughout the system. But hold on, I don't think it's as easy to control the people that are lower and lower down the totem pole. And when you do talk about media, no, that's, and I think, I think media is very left-leaning. But that's
1: why you silence them and censor them on social media. Sure,
0: well, that's true. Um, but I, I do think media is very left-leaning, especially news media and mainstream legacy, whatever you want to call it. But I do think it's partly because money has evaporated from that um, system compared to what it used to be, say, 20, 30, 40 years ago. And as the money is, is uh, lowering, the people who are actually put in the trenches to fight the fights are are usually lower-paid individuals without as much experience uh, that may be producers of TV. Well, and they let don't, me let me just say but this. They,
1: here's the other thing about that. Yeah. Now we've talked about this before. Sure, we have. Uh, as somebody who who worked in a TV newsroom, right? And anybody who's worked in media knows this. Yeah. Uh, if you were if you work in a TV newsroom, yeah. You don't decide as a reporter what story you're going to cover.
0: There's a. It's,
1: yeah. it's decided for you, right. And then you're sent out on it.
0: Well, here's what I want to say though. There, there. Are... You may want to cover certain things. Yeah.
1: You know, local government corruption, mm-hmm. or some sort of, and they just conf- say no. And they yeah. say no. You're going to work on this today. Sure.
0: There are also a lot of producers that I know in television, local television, Chicago television, wherever it is, that are in their 20s. That yeah. this is their second job no in media. They have no life experience, and right. they don't understand
1: they're, what they're dealing they're with. They're anyway. in a position
0: right. that you see a, a movie or TV show talk about someone from 50 years ago who had like you know 60 years or 40 years right. of experience. There's no Mike
1: Wallace's around. There are no Mike Wallace's.
0: There's no Morley
1: yeah. Safer's around. There's right. no Walter Cronkite's around. That's
0: what I mean. Around. And so it doesn't that's by mean, design well it doesn't necessarily mean that the system is is as corruptible as it may appear it might just be weak it might have, and that the weakening might be by no, design no it's the same the as point. the
1: education system sure. and what our kids are learning mm-hmm. and why they don't have the kind of knowledge that we did or even our parents did yeah. when they were a certain age I'll
0: use but, to, but to be be honest um, people don't watch TV as much as they used to they, they just don't they watch streaming this and streaming they, they just don't care as much about some of these things and we get more of our our um, you know the things we most believe to be true from biggest, a social media we got to take a break we're okay but late, the big, but we'll I think
1: the biggest yeah. the biggest statement about media yes is that you get better information from a guy like Joe Rogan more truthful and accurate information you're right from a this. guy like Joe Rogan yeah. than you get on the 6 o'clock
0: news. You certainly get a willingness to have more conversations. And from that, I think you get what you're talking He's about. He's more get, curious than they are. He is. He's more willing to have conversations with more people than they are. Uh, quick break, a lot more, 1470, 100.3, WMBD. 1470, 100.3, WNBD, the Craig Collins Show. That was a good conversation that we're not going to have on the air. That's for Mark and I off the air. Um, but uh, Mark Strauss, TV guy on the radio here, hanging out for the hour. Uh, lots and lots of things to By the to way, wait, can
1: we shout out to one of your listeners? Sure. Kyle Varnold. Sure. He's a Craig Collins Show listener who okay. I used to work with. Nice. Uh, I don't know... if Kyle has a meteorological degree. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know if he, at one time, was a certified meteorologist or has any of those credentials, but I know on social media sometimes, if we've got a big storm rolling in, mm-hmm. Kyle has... Stuff. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> he it, it's accurate. Yeah, Good. So he must I need mean Kyle, then. Well, he was, he was... I know at one time, he was one of the people who assisted the on-air weather people in putting their, gotcha. you know, uh, technical stuff together for presentation. Wow. So he knows if he doesn't have the accredited stuff, he's yeah. he's been schooled by the people who do weather, who have those cool. credentials. So essentially... He knows everything they know. Well,
0: thank you, Kyle, for listening to the show. And also, um, I need the help whenever the severe weather happens when I'm here, because <laughs> sometimes I do not know what I'm talking about yet. So please call and be part of it. And actually also text Kyle, us.
1: Kyle's on Facebook, so I get I messages from him once in a while. I've gotten them during nice. our show.
0: Facebook.com slash Craig Collins Show uh, to send messages to the show, or 309-340-4464 is a phone number that you can text me at directly, 309 340 Four, four, six, he may
1: not up. be listening because I think I would have gotten the message. No, not right. even
0: just him, just anybody listening to the show can react to anything we say, and you don't have to agree with us. That's actually encouraged. Um, you know, if you want to tell me I'm wrong, I would well, love to
1: respectfully. Debate. Eventually, you'll agree with us. <laughs>
0: well, there we go. I like that. So I want to I want to shift a couple places. Uh, there is a, a relief pitcher, uh, his name is Trevor Williams. He's actually, he started the game last night. He did start, Against yes. the Dodgers. Yeah, I think he went all the way into the fifth inning, and then stuff uh, did not go great well, uh, he's, for he's, Trevor.
1: He's a middle-of-the-road right. starting pitcher. Yes. Um, uh, he's play, he played for the Pirates, he's played for the Mets. Oh, is he
0: mostly, star- I, I read that he was mostly a reliever, um, uh, but maybe I'm misinformed well, on he, that. Well, he's what they, in, in currently he's
1: what they term a swing man. Gotcha. Sometimes okay. he starts, sometimes he relieves, it depends he's all on the what the ballpark yeah, gotcha. needs. I know what a swing man, oh, fair ball enough. ball club needs.
0: Good talk. Uh, he is out there with a very strong message for the Dodgers. Uh, and this is what it says on social media. He put this up earlier today. As a devout Catholic, I am deeply troubled by the Dodgers' decision to reinvite and honor the group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, at their Pride Night this year. A Major League Baseball game is a place where people from all walks of life should feel welcomed. Well, <laughs> anyway, I'll continue with what he's saying. Uh, something I greatly respect and support. This is the purpose of different themed nights hosted by the organization, including... Pride night, according to Trevor Williams, to invite and honor a group that makes a blatant and deeply offensive mockery of my religion and the religion of over 4 million people in Los Angeles County alone undermines the values of respect and inclusivity that should be upheld by any organization. He goes on and on to talk about, and I agree with everything he put up on social media, how bad of an environment it is. For anyone that just so happens to be Catholic, that would be there for any sort of demonstration by the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence on Pride Night or whatever night they're going to wind up doing this uh, for the Dodgers. And so the simple question can be asked to you, Mark, or to really anyone listening, why is it okay for some stuff... To be utterly, utterly disrespected and not okay yeah. for other stuff. Because as a Catholic as well, and having um, looked at the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence because of this story, they do a lot of really <laughs> offensive stuff to Catholics. Well, here's, and here's, yet woke people are fine here, with it. Here's this.
1: a part of this story that uh, I, I don't think you're mentioning. And I don't know if Trevor Williams mentioned it or not. Mm-hmm. But there was a Catholic group that was going to have some sort of uh, night, right?
0: I think so. And I
1: think that got canceled.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, I don't see it in anything that Trevor right. Williams is talking so,
1: about. Yes. So, well, this separate and apart from Trevor Williams' opinion, because it mm-hmm. may not matter. Sure. Uh, the the people in Los Angeles can see that you've decided to shut down the the, the Christian night or the Catholic night or right. whatever. Right. But you're going to have these deviants out there doing what they do, and you're not going to allow us to go outside and peacefully protest it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess they have the right to do on their property, but when you do that, what you accomplish is people see the scam. Okay. People see that you're pushing a certain agenda, sure. and much like the reports that you were talking about that were retracted quietly in the background, mm-hmm. you make sure that other people are silenced to create the illusion that... There's a bigger percentage of people that support certain things and who participate in certain things than there really are. There by Uh, distorting the public view. Sure.
0: Let me say it this way, and I'd love your opinion on this too, Mark. Um, I don't always disagree with what I think the intention behind some of the, the woke things I hear friends of mine or people say, because the intention behind some of this, to me, in its most simplistic form, for people who are actually trying to live a life a certain way, is to respect others. That's essentially the idea. But that Desire to respect others winds up going so far beyond any sort of logical or more honest conversation that people would have about a whole variety of things that it it winds up taking this form of anything and everything becomes unacceptable and then yet some things and this I think is what Trevor Williams is definitely getting at are still apparently acceptable. There there's no scenario First where you all, put here, go ahead.
1: here here's the problem and and. I understand what you're what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but here's the problem. What they do is they get us to talk about all this minutiae. But but the real one of the real problems here, and this is my bone to pick Mm -hmm. with professional sports teams, and I alluded to this at the beginning of the hour, is that they've been politicized purposefully, okay, just like Anheuser Busch or any big corporation because they get money from the government Do you know what Major League Baseball had to compromise? I don't have any inside information, but just use common sense. How compromised do you think Major League Baseball was to allow them to open back up and play a partial season in 2020? They bent over and grabbed their ankles and gave the, and gave the government anything. Uh Now listen. They compromised big time, and so did the NHL, and so did the NBA, well, to get those games played and not yeah. lose an entire season. So now they've compromised themselves, and that's why you have all these things happening at Major League Baseball games that didn't happen when you and I were kids. When we were kids, you you, you know you went to the game; there was no politics. There was baseball. There was yeah. baseball. That's great. There, you know, you'd have. It's still great. Actually, You might have, you know, you might have uh, Jacksonville, Illinois night, sure. and you have sure, a sure. group out there from Jacksonville. Right. Or you might have, you know, uh, certain school nights mm-hmm. and things like that. But now, you it's see every cockamamie group this that is kids don't need to be exposed to
0: or really care about. Uh, this is the thing that I I, I most push back on when I have this conversation with with buddies of mine, too. I I don't know what came first, and I don't know which um, thing came first, like why one um, defeated the other. But I do think if you look at Bud Light, this is a great example to me. The reason that they put up a social media TikTok specific advertisement that was so woke in nature, and they picked Dylan Mulvaney, a person that was uh, popular on social media and certainly uh, tremendously popular uh, with a specific uh, subset of an audience on a very specific platform, was to try to reinvent. He wasn't the
1: popular. I didn't even know who the hell the guy was until not all this Not to you started. and I, They have
0: millions of followers. Well, you don't so... say he's
1: popular. Well, millions that's... of
0: followers. The, Dylan Mulvaney had. Mil- I can pull up the number. I, it's not. That's not the point. I don't want to argue that point because it doesn't matter to me. Uh, now the point that actually matters is they and by they, I mean Bud Light thought that this would happen without anyone that would disagree with it. Even noticing, and it was it was preposterous to, to believe that. But I think um, baseball, I think basketball, I think a lot of sports are making this same tremendously large mistake. It's not a mistake. Which they're it, well, being
1: forced to do this stuff. All right,
0: I, I think it's a mistake because they see potential avenues toward more income, more money from subsets of our population, or even just young people in general who are eating some of this stuff. No, they're up. trying to
1: influence people, just like other walks of life are trying to influence people. But it
0: doesn't change my opinion. Just Like the stuff
1: that's appearing on packages of food that have no business being on packages of food, but baseball
0: doesn't. Well, I love baseball. It's very hard to talk about baseball. No, you have to separate the
1: game from the business.
0: But but here's the thing that I would say about it: is is none of these stances affect my affinity for the product that I love.
1: This goes back. You know what's really interesting? This goes, and we talked about this a few months ago, and people have forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. The National Hockey League, all right, they wrestled all through the season with these different teams and their Pride Nights. Mm. And it it all started when Ivan Provorov, who's a Russian defenseman for the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, the Flyers were going to go out yeah. in Pride Night warm-up jerseys. They weren't going to wear these during the games, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to participate in it. He wasn't making a statement. He wasn't trashing anybody. He wasn't saying that a group of people... You know, we're bad. He just didn't want to participate in it. And he said, I'm not going to go out for warm ups because we're required by the team to wear these Pride night warm ups. And I don't want, I don't want to go out there not wearing it and cause a problem. So I'm just yeah. not going to do the warm up. Yeah. And that caused all kinds of commotion. But he got incredible support. And then the next team that was going to do it were the New York Rangers. And the sure. Rangers said, uh, we're not going to do it we're going to have pride night but, but here, we're not going to do it and then yeah. other teams followed suit the point is mm-hmm. is that you you have to stand up to this stuff
0: well let me ask you okay let me ask you in, in response to that because that's what i'm just using that as no I, I know it i know Night. i actually very much think that this this whatever you want to call it going on right now this this backlash against woke um advertising isn't specific to to transgender communities even though in ways it certainly is, especially when you no, talk about part, how kids are involved. It's just a
1: part but of the But I, I think culture it's, I that think that it's right.
0: In. I think it's more a, a deeper reflection of what you just said. All the different issues that are so hotly debated, um, at least by mainstream media and maybe not by a lot of actual people. But hold on. The, the point I want to get to is. Look at
1: how, tra- look at how black conservatives are trashed.
0: Sure. I, well, certainly in Florida right now, uh, you have the NAACP and I, I talked to, um, a leader locally and I thank uh, him for being on with me on Friday on an hour-long conversation. Um, but, uh, you have 13% of voters in Florida, um, black voters that absolutely love DeSantis being told that they should move from Florida yeah. because the NAACP says it's unsafe somehow. But anyway, the point I want to get to is pride advertising is not new. Um, this did exist last year in June. This did exist before well, last year a, in there's June. There's a
1: difference between, um, well, no, there,
0: even one of those ads, the, I think it was the uh, Miller Lite ad where the woman came on and trashed uh, the idea of, of sexual advertising in, in, um, in, uh, alcohol ads and how it was wrong and bad and needed to go away. That ad was several months old when it wound up being a, a talking point. Um, And a a movement point for some. It had already been during uh, National Women's Month, the thing that was out there and aired on television ignored. And so I, I think there's an aspect of all of this and how we're talking about it now that is trying to demonstrate to companies that there is an amount of You can't keep pushing the envelope further and further and keep assuming that people are just going to close their their eyes or close their ears and ignore it. And I think the Dylan Mulvaney example was such a tremendously mm -hmm. valuable example of going even further in in a certain direction as a brand that has no need to do it.
1: After COVID, they've all figured they can do anything they want and and we will go along with it. And Mm -hmm. actually, the opposite happened. It woke a lot of people up and they said, you know what, we've had enough we're done with this crap.
0: I would wholeheartedly agree with you that the biggest difference now and then is the amount of argument over masks and vaccines and all the different things that have maybe caused a lot more people and I don't think this is people that are just on one side of a political aisle. They ruin people's businesses. I know. That's why I said I don't think it's people. They take their
1: life, they're, they're living away from them.
0: I don't think it's people on just one political aisle that are now saying you know what I'm fed up with with some of the things that we've dealt with over the last few years and now I'm getting fed up with some of this other stuff that I've yeah. sort of been ignoring and not paying attention to because it didn't matter as much as it, everybody's, as it does now.
1: Everybody's becoming mm-hmm. the, the, the character in Network. who, go,
0: <laughs> who I'm not going to take it anymore.
1: Who goes to the sure. window and yeah. says, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Do you have they, reached the threshold.
0: Do you think the real reason why is there is no escape? Uh, and what I mean by that is, and you said this a second ago about sports, and I, I wholeheartedly agree especially when I was a kid, especially watching people like Michael Jordan, how wonderful it was, no matter what was going on in my kid life. Like, I wasn't worried about the issues we're talking about right now. I was probably worried if I was going to get a good grade on my next English test. Uh, but Whatever it was, you turned on a basketball game. <laughs> you weren't worried no. about that? I was great at math, uh, and it's weird that I do uh, this for a living, because not as great at the other side. Uh, but anyway... um now, today, you turn on some of that stuff, and even as a kid, you're inundated with yep. these other conversations, it, these other things. That's why I
1: keep telling you, and, right. and you somewhat disagree with me, that it's all being done purposefully.
0: What is the purpose of that? <laughs> is, that the, is that an answer you'd want? What is the purpose of, of to, all of this? To,
1: to make you... Mm-hmm to make you go along, comply, to believe. They're brainwashing you, ba- basically in a word, yeah. you're being brainwashed.
0: I think it's Did greed. Did you ever take any courses in college about in sure, marketing? Sure, yeah. And how, but I think it's i think it's greed. I think there are companies out there that said there are, um, especially the younger audience, which, which seems to be well, so active once in you, some way. Once
1: you come, once you come <laughs> to the realization that the government and corporations are working together, yeah. The benefit for the government is to make you compliant. Well, the see, benefit, wait a minute. The benefit for the corporations yeah. is to make them money. I don't and together, be, I don't together be, yeah. they I w- have an alliance that works against you. I'm
0: not going to accuse you of doing that. I don't want to be misrepresented on my own show. I, I understand that government and and organizations and companies work together in certain ways. I'm not pretending that it's either an all-or-nothing approach. But sometimes the way in which I think, not you and I, but people discuss this, and the assumption that that people would give in... To, to any amount of control at any level, like the brainwashing thing, is a tough thing for me to to, to comprehend because I they have failed to brainwash me. I am not brainwashed. There are things that Did I don't you wear agree a mask? with. Um, I did but I I Did you get a vaccination? I, uh, the, hold on. The reason I you wore You were brainwashed and no, so were many 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 other people. No, I can I can answer those questions on a personal level as to why it happened. The reason I wore a mask is because other people might have been brainwashed and I didn't want to get into a fight with somebody about something I didn't care about. So the, I personally didn't care. The mask didn't affect my okay, life. I don't think I'll it, use it made me let any me use less a different yeah, word
1: then. Right, Sure. You
0: were successfully manipulated. Well, I just didn't see <laughs> The reason I, I'm gonna I, I don't I hope the audience is enjoying whatever version of a, a show this is we're doing right now, and I thank you, Mark, for being a part of it. I didn't care. I I, I wasn't trying to fight the but fight. But you care now. I would wear a mask again if everybody wanted me to real bad because it doesn't matter to me. The mask thing, it didn't. I didn't think it was working. When I put the mask on, I was like, I don't think this is doing the then thing we wanted it to it? do because it didn't matter. Because you didn't want to take no, any because crap. it was a hill. No, because it was a hill that I, it wasn't worth dying on. There are hills that are worth said. dying. On.
1: You didn't want to take the crap. I know,
0: but if the hill got deeper, I would fight it. So you I think were, that
1: you were successfully manipulated.
0: But on a thing that didn't matter. I could be successfully manipulated, again, if that's the way you want to phrase it, on a bunch of stuff that has no impact on my life, positive or negative. You were manipulated. Whatever you want to call it. But, uh, again, um, I don't mean to be harsh, but that's what happened. I don't think that's what happened because I I evaluated the thing. It was a a controlled situation. I evaluated the thing I was being asked to do, and I didn't think either decision mattered much. And so, um, just like right now, here, I'll give you a great example. In this they, country, hold on, hold on, me, hold, on day, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's say tomorrow to they did the 15 days to slow keep the
1: spread it. again, yeah. would you
0: do it? No, I would not do okay. that. Okay. But here, here's a difference. In this country, we drive on one side of the street, and in the U.K., <clears> they drive on the opposite side of the street. It doesn't matter what side of the street I drive on, as long as we all agree to drive on one side of the street and not the other, I guess it makes us safer. But we all agree to that, and it, it again, doesn't matter. It's not relevant to to how I'm living my everyday life. So if companies or if um, people walking around are like, hey, wear a mask because it keeps me safer, I don't care enough about something that I... a false
1: equivalency because I think... It's not. I don't, I don't believe it to be. The side of the road you driving on about, is
0: we're, legislated. We're arguing about my brain right now. We're not arguing about what other people did. We're arguing about why <laughs> well, I did what I did. You're the only and one that can have that conversation. I'm, I'm trying to. You're telling me I was <laughs> manipulated. Yeah. I, was, I was controlled. I don't believe I was. We were all controlled. I don't think I I at any point cared about those fights, but if someone had told me to shut down my own personal business, if I was running a a small um, business, I would have fought it um, because that's who I am as a person and so, and I'm not judging anyone who did or but anyone they, who didn't do that. They count
1: on certain people not to have the backbone to fight certain but I things. I know they do. but I do that's think, how they manipulate I do you. think
0: it's also a mistake to talk about how giving in here or giving in there means you'll give in in other ways because to me it doesn't reflect a society that's weak it reflects a society that's deciding for some, you know, this battle isn't worth, it's the same in my marriage. There are times where maybe I get something, actually you know what let's end on this because I like this, this a lot <laughs> my wife and I, Mark have been arguing for, and arguing is a strong word. Disagreeing for a couple weeks about whether or not a specific gym we go to is open on a specific day. My brother was in town, and his kids wanted to play basketball. And so the wife and I bring it up again, and I say, no, I'm pretty sure the gym's open this day. And my wife goes, I'm pretty sure they're closed that day. I was right about it, Mark, but I didn't try to do a a celebration in the end zone dance because that's not going to be good for me and my relationship with my beautiful, lovely wife. So there are some fights you pick and some fights you don't pick, and the reason you do and don't fight them is the importance, the value of them. So to me wearing a mask wasn't important enough fight well it's not about the mask it's the concept but see the concept of you just accepting but i but that's see that's a misunderstanding of me then because i wouldn't have accepted if they pushed further there are moments that i wouldn't Uh, the vaccine's another good example and we're running out of time and i'll just throw it out there The research I did, and I did do some, I didn't do zero, said to me that in my um, current position in life right now, and actually the research I think was flawed, uh, because the research would tell me something different. Was that one of those retracted reports? It probably was, several of them. uh, But it told me that it was irrelevant, that if I got the vaccine or not, that uh, due to my life, my health, my everything, the odds of me having any sort of adverse reaction to any of it were low. The data now says that as a 30-something male... I am more likely to have an adverse reaction to the vaccine than to COVID itself, which I wish was information that had been provided to me when I was making my decision in the first place. But when I looked up what I could find. Well, they wouldn't
1: present that to you I at know, the time because they didn't want you to know that. Which
0: I'm upset about. But it doesn't mean that I would go ahead and do something different. If, if I am asked to do something that I think is wrong, I will say it's wrong, even though I wore a mask during the coronavirus pandemic. Quick break.